What up, people? What's happening? Welcome back to another episode of the Where's My Written podcast. Um, with me today is Shay, as always. Come on through. Yes, what's happening? Loving the headscarf. Screaming scarf flowery stuff. You look like a Black Panther already, which is actually very apt for what we're going to talk about. Do you like an activist? I mean, that wasn't what I was going for, but... Lucy, you see your chain? You see your chain? This, my friend got me this from Jamaica a few years mm. ago. Mm. Th- that's it. What is it? Like, is it like a, was it meant to represent something? Is it, I can't really quite clearly see. Is it like a, there's Jamaican colours, obviously, like Jarastafari, yeah. right? highly Seassi, you know. Mis- mis- yeah, I think it's just Rasta things. Rasta, yeah, Rasta, say it again, Rasta, Rasta things. Rasta things. Rasta things. <laughs> Do you know what? Let's, up, let's, up. let's just, let's get into it. So, obviously, I've been away for a little while, a few technical issues, but we're trying to do a few new things. So welcome back. Thank you for joining us again today. Um, today itself has been a struggle. So bear me, people. I have no heating. I'm living in poverty. Uh, I feel like I'm living in Swaziland, but it's okay. It's okay. We live and survive, hence the whole hooded, hooded chic. But um, right, I guess only one place to start off. Obviously, the first episode I'm recording in October. So October is Black History Month. Do you know what? I actually really hate that. I'm not going to lie. Isn't it for like a tokenistic holiday? Like not a holiday, but like no. It, I know it can, it can do, and I know why it might do. Mm. But actually, it's also an opportunity. It's the same as Valentine's Day. Blood, you meant to love everyone all the other days as well. But it's just another opportunity to remind those who don't remember. Get on with it. So, mm. and but you know what? So I guess one of the things that came on my mind literally is that this probably this um this Black History Month is actually extremely important in the, in the context of the whole year. Um. And I think a little while ago, I don't know if you saw Shay um, or listened to it, or pe- other listeners or viewers have seen it before, is I did a little breakdown of will things ever really change, you know? And then obviously George Floyd happening and how things are progressing with systemic oppression and racism and so forth and so on, right? Um, and here we are sitting here today now on what today's 11th of October, on where I'm recording this now. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I've just seen a lot of shit that's kind of kind of got on my nerves. And I kind of wanted to take like, a different take in terms of what I've done Malcolm Martin, they was doing their, um, you know, tributes to special black pioneers, vanguards, creatives, et cetera, giving a special notability, and as they should. Actually, as you're saying, actually, as you said just now, actually very importantly said, oh, um, actually, it's a good opportunity to maybe have discussions and raise awareness. Actually, it's a discussion that I kind of want to have. And that thing is with me is people that are non-black embrace your discomfort, right? And before I even come to share, let me explain what I mean by embracing your, dis- your discomfort, right? So in recency, obviously, what's happened with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, the Black, Li- Black Lives Matter movement, everyone's had their own point of views and opinions. Everyone's, I think people that are non-Black, I'm, I'm purposely choosing my words carefully here, um, some some people seem to get quite upset. Oh, Black Lives Matter is a political thing. What's it got to do in mainstream media? So if it comes up in sport, people get upset. The, the furore when, um, did they pronounce it right? The furore, is that how you say furore? Is that right, Jay? Great, great teacher. I can't even say it now. No, you don't need the A on the end. Okay, Ferrari, Amanda, Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a Jamaican one. Yeah, I can get away with incorrect pronunciation. It's October, right? So, the whole Ferrari over the whole um, diversity, like we don't want that. And the over 10,000 complaints that Ashley Banjo received just for talking about his experience, people abusing him on the internet, the fact that I to get to come back out and stand against it. People have an issue with the phrase, black lives matter. 
Just just spell it really simple. Like black lives matter. But, oh, what about white lives? What about this and that? The other? No, 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 no. We're just trying to say that black lives shouldn't matter, and and that's and people. And I say people generally more like internet trolls and idiots. Yeah, comment sections are just vile. Yeah, but I have real issues with that. Um. So then, lo and behold, what then happens is people become uncomfortable. They actually, they feel they feel offended. They feel attacked. They feel like, oh, well, if a, so a black person champion for this X, Y, and Z, what does this mean for me? Or and I and I'm not saying this is everyone. But it's just a general. It's a generalization of consensus that I'm feeling. Um, but in the face of this, yeah, what irritates me, uh, and I feel no way about saying this, is that actually, if you actually sit down and look and just watch and observe, there's ample evidence. That black lives actually don't matter, yeah. And actually, we're continually being oppressed, and things that are happening are, that are just shouldn't be right. Forget anything, anything deep, which is about an issue of right and wrong, and things aren't necessarily happening. So, after all the George Floyd thing, after all the Brianna Taylor back chat and all that chat and going and the marches and the conversations and the back and forths, Brianna Taylor's no one's been charged for a murder. Um, the grand jury hearing was held recently. Nothing's happened with that, yeah. Like at the moment, they I think there was more. That was just a, a bag of nonsense. Now look it up. But basically, no one has been to this day knows been account- accountable. I heard there's a federal investigation, but after the grand jury hearing, nothing's happened. No one's accountable. And I just heard just just this last passing week, the guy who one of the guys who was put guilty for you know the murder of George Floyd has just been posted bail. Yeah. So after all of this, all this activism, everyone's talking about and an upset that black people feel and people maybe not understanding that and just saying Black Lives Matter, what we are again consistently seeing is that the justice, the legality, the fairness that we are trying to champion for, we champion for for years, um, in, in, in addition to systemic oppression, and this is all the things we're complaining about, we're seeing unfold before our very eyes. This is why people are pissed off. This is why people are angry. This is why people are right. This is why people are angry. Yeah. And what upsets me is the and is the white fragility that some people have to the point to the point of sheer blatant ignorance, despite of the facts of what they're seeing and a, and a failure to understand it. Where actually, we can have our Black History Month, we can have our tokenistic gestures, we can have that. But unless you're willing to challenge your ignorance or go to uncomfortable places, because I, I I I like this phrase, um, greatness never comes from a place of comfortability. Yeah. Unless you're willing to have the conversation, we're never going to get anywhere, and it can continue to be ignorant. I mean, I've kind of gone on for a little rant here. I don't know what you think about that, but that's just that's just what I was just thinking when I've been going through the various media's and newses and conversations I've been having. What's what's your what's your kind of feeling on that? Do you feel tired, Jay? Yeah. Why do you feel tired? It's just completely exhausting. I think. Um... Even now, just even your little—I don't even really want to call what you just did a rant because I don't. I think rants sometimes are can be seen negatively, mm-hmm. um, and and so they should because generally rants are negative. But I don't know expressing expressing how you feel and the exhaustion and the kind of um, I'm going to make up a word now fed upness of where you are. I, I don't call that a rant because. Rants sometimes happen so that we can get something off our chest and move forward and do something different. Whereas actually, I think this isn't going to change anytime soon. Um, the conversations we're going to have are necessary. I think things will move. Mm. But the kind of rants that we as Black people are going to continue to have, I think that's what's exhausting me. It's the fact that I don't see an end in sight. Um 
if anything, this year should have been the year where the Breonna Taylor stuff, like where people were like, okay, let's do something different. Let's give the people, not what they want because it's not justice, but mm. actually we can see the case for this. Mm. They still did what they're going to do. Yeah. So for me, as much as things have moved forward and things have changed and, you know, in 2008 we had, um, we, because I'm I'm the world, yeah. but we had um, Barack, <laughs> we had Barack in the White House, and you know, um, also all sorts of little things have been happening, right? Mm. But the world couldn't move if they didn't move. So that, that makes sense. We couldn't be in 2020 with slavery still happening. That's why it's moved. It's not moved because human rights are good. And actually let's work towards, even though there were people who were working towards it, Abraham Lincoln and Harriet and all these people who were doing it for the right reasons. Mm. Actually, the people who don't, who want to keep us oppressed and that kind of thing, they're doing it because people are making up noise. And in order to go where I'm trying to go, I need to be seen to be doing things, to be on side. Yeah. That doesn't help us ultimately. Yeah. It's totally yeah. Exactly. And so it's hearing you say all of that stuff, there's nothing I can add to or disagree with. Hearing other people's stories and experiences, there's nothing I can add to or disagree with. All I can do is feel it. And that's what I'm doing very deeply, feeling the the hurt and the stress and the it's just it's just I'm so tired. And the thing is, and you and like people again that are non-black listening to this, right? And this is a pervasive feeling I picked up from a multitude of people. Black people are just tired. Yeah, frustrated, we're tired. We don't want to have these conversations over and over again. We don't want to have this, this kind of situation, which is a shit. And I think I said it literally in the podcast. I said previously, like go back to it. Like I was talking about every single word that I said. Um, nothing changes. We go around this cycle and like, I feel like we have little moments where there's like an apex where you can be like, okay, cool, we can go over left and we go right and we go back round again to start all over again. Now, I'm not going to say that little steps aren't taken forward, but this is what I'm saying to you. I don't really feel like this Black History Month for me is about, which I think is important that like, people talking about pioneers and what we would normally do, the Malcolms, the Harriets, the, you know, do you know what I mean? All those, like, like everyone, like, I actually feel it's for people outside of the diaspora. I love that word, by the way. I feel like I'm, you know, flashy one of one of your chains. But people outside of the, the Black African or diaspora to actually look at themselves and be like, you know, what is making you feel fragile, so fragile? Why do you feel so fragile? Why do you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. And it could be allies. It could be people who don't consider themselves allies. Because ultimately, you have, I believe that you have a responsibility. Unless you're a person of hate, then you're not even going to be here in the first place. So... I mean, I don't expect you to be listening to this, but you have a responsibility to embrace that discomfort and try and push past it because that, in a way, will, will better you as a human being and better the environment that you want to live in if that's something of interest to you. Otherwise, we just keep going around. And it's like people that want to completely deny any existence of oppression or any existence of a need of or why people will be upset. I just think, what planet are you on? And, and I'm going to be honest, like, I feel this is, the only, this is one of the only areas and the only few times, um, um, subjects, where there's so much pushback. You don't get this kind of pushback on the Holocaust. Yeah? Do you know what, though? Um, no, go on, because I've kind not forgotten my... You triggered me to think, say something and then it's gone. So keep yeah, going. This level of pushback in terms of... When I say pushback in terms of, like, you don't get, oh, the Holocaust happened, 
but they should get over it. Or, I mean, like, it's just, yeah, there's still, oh. a, there's still a reverence, there's still an understanding, there's still a willing to educate themselves and how, so I don't understand why it's such an issue consistent, consistently with, yeah. people, with black people, anything. But and the response to that is quite simple. And um, the reason that is, there would be if uh, after the Holocaust, the Jewish people and the culture had been continually um, criminalised and victimised and blah, blah, blah. So that's why. It's because actually after healing, after the healing process, they were allowed to become who they were going to be. Whereas for Black people, yeah, no, we're, con we're consistently still living that narrative of trying to convince people that we're worth not being put in gas chambers or whatever, you know? So I think that's just my own personal opinion on no, why no, that... No, I think, that's, I think that's a relevant point. That's a relevant point. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to say is, you know what, the thing about it is this year, there are allies and, and other people who are absolutely educating themselves and are doing so much to be what we need them to be. However, and this isn't, this isn't a, well, you're not doing enough. I don't want it to sound like that, but fundamentally, because what I found myself doing, let me give you an example. What I found myself doing this week is checking myself on things I might post. Mm. And then I checked myself on why I was checking myself. Mm. So I was like, no, I don't want my um, other colored friends to feel a way like Shay's constantly putting this stuff up. And then I checked myself with the, but Shay, it would have been part of who you were if there was space to do it before. And so actually, if they really are truly allies, they will not feel it's time for you to stop blowing this trumpet now. Mm. Does that make sense? And so I think when you're talking about the allies and blah, 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 I think there are people who are on board. My challenge to them now in embracing the discomfort is not to embrace the discomfort of educating and learning all there is and the tragedies. And, you know, on some level, that's the easy bit. Because actually, once you're willing to listen you're just open to all of it. Oh my goodness, is this how you've been living? Mm. The discomfort that those people have to embrace is when it starts to feel uncomfortable, when you get to the point where you're like, hearing about your struggle is exhausting me, embrace that discomfort because it hasn't ended for us. And so, oh. yeah, like that that's more important to me than the ones who are like, oh, all lives matter. I locked off those, not those people, but that thought process or allowing I that locked them off a long me, time. I like, locked like, off. I'm, I'm me, but you're, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, I hear you. you know, and I kind of, I kind of stopped engaging with the. Why am I convincing you of this when the, the matters are so much bigger? They're so much greater, um, and the things that actually hurt my feelings are much deeper than you saying all lives matter. Because fundamentally, if we want to talk semantics, you're not wrong. That's not the point, though. Does that make sense? And so it became something that I stopped engaging with because I was like, if all of these amazing memes that are coming out to literally explain what Black Lives Matter actually means, all these great little things, if you can't grasp that, then I'm not going to be intel I'm not going to be able to intelligently educate you on. But for me, they don't grasp it because they don't want to. Yeah, I, I, and and that for me is what I'm saying to you. I think it, that's what I said. Embraces the comfort. I love the way you thank you for you put it so wickedly because I am not saying like there's so many ways embraces the comfort. There's no one way to do it, but even that is like the denial of that is actually it's uncomfortable for you because actually if you do embrace that and say that oh 
we've actually, it's not you, but the royal, we ancestrally, culturally, we have oppressed the people. And it's embarrassing you to see it. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's, like the, it's like the shit on your shoe that you, you like, you, you could smell it, you could see it, but like, oh, you just want, you want to ignore it. You don't really want to admit that your foot sticks like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, it's, and, it, and, and that's so many levels. So they get defensive and they get aggressive because they feel uncomfortable, whereas opposed to embracing that discomfort and, and maybe do what they need to do to be part of the conversation, maybe you will actually grow. But some people are not ready to do that. And so, and most, yeah, go on. Most people are. Right. No, but like, literally, it's just like, I'm just, I'm just, and the thing is, oh, one more thing because I didn't say anything. And actually, if me being pro black, yeah, make again makes you feel uncomfortable putting out thinking about me celebrating my culture. Me celebrating my culture isn't me diminishing yours. That me saying, Oh, I'm enjoying this or enjoying that or bigging up my part of my culture doesn't mean, Oh, well, I'm against England or against anyone white or against European. No, no, it means I'm embracing my culture and feeling proud of it, like you should be of yours. Why, why does that then become a problem? This, this, is what I'm saying to you, like, you, it, this actually isn't a me problem, this is actually a you problem. That's what I'm saying to you. And I'm saying the rural you. So, like, in terms of... That's, I, I've been talking to you way too long. I'm talking like you, you know. But I'm literally, like... literally. But yeah, so, literally, I just, I just like... I'm, my tiredness has become... as as It's turned into impatience. And I'm over patient as it is. Um, so, but I, at the end of the day... At the end of the day... I, I, what I do want for, for me, personally, for this Black History Month, yeah. I mean, again, the month thing is dead out here for me. But... In terms of the conversations, I uh, to me, it's, I guess it, to one element, it's about highlighting positive people. So at the moment, if I, if I was to talk about someone that's particularly caught my attention for late, it's Kamala Harris, feeling her, how she's vibing. She looks way more presidential than than the other two um, debates recently. So I'm, I'm enjoying people at home. I want, to see, I want to see people win. I want to see people, again, this is nothing upsets people, but I'm just going to say it. I want to see black businesses thrive. Nothing wrong with that. I want to see people beyond culture thrive. Yeah, so I'm um, so big up to Shay. Speaking about Blizzard, big up to Shay. Like, I bought this from her a little while ago. Says, Say his name. I don't want to expose myself online, but um, <laughs> literally, that because now, uh, to, to be honest with you, the, and you know what the sad thing about this jumper is, yeah, you know what the sad thing about this jumper is, is that I bought this, um, um obviously, it's fresh of the George Floyd situation, yeah, talking about saying his name, obviously, and also not just George Floyd, but also think of Breonna Taylor. I mean, the, like, you know. You know, mankind in general, but this jumper, yeah, what it says will always be relevant, will always be at because there'll be more and more crap. And this is the I've sad got a thing. I've got a secret to share. Okay, say his name. Um, say her name. I've got a say her name hoodie as part of my inspirational apparel line. That was new. That literally was inspired by the Brianna Taylor stuff. Say, say his name was already in my thing before George George Floyd even happened. It's been up there since last year. And that is representative of the fact that actually it doesn't change. Shay, we could talk about Ahmaud Aubrey. We could mm. talk about Amanda Castile. Um, could talk about people we know right here. Uh, I, you know, I'm just tired, yo. And I'm just saying to you, I think this issue up. I might do another episode where I might talk about other people, about other positive elements, about certain things. Um, which is about done that. But right now, I just think, I'm just saying that, check, talk to your black friends. We are tired, yeah? And we have, we have lived, we've, we've always had to adapt and move and go on. No, don't talk to me. But anyway, go on. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I want the conversations. I'm actually, I, yeah, no. And I don't even mean that in a bad way. I mm. don't mean that I'm not here for it. I mean, all of my energy is spent 
surviving the life that the way that you have to survive it without more of this stuff coming to my door. Because you know what? We because you know what? On a level, we in life in general, I'm gonna be so real with this. The black experience, yeah, is about adapting, yeah, yeah, and overcoming your discomfort. When we walk into a room, we know that sometimes we cannot be we cannot be hundred percent be ourselves all the time. Yeah. I can't walk into a corporate room and like, what, what, my brother, living life to the fullest. And I'll big up, done. No, I mean, that's a massive over, there's a stereotype, but that's how I might feel comfortable. Why not? I can't because I'm like, oh my goodness, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, and it's just like, we, we can't, so we've had to adapt. We've had to survive. And you know, we have to make, we've had to embrace all this comfort to make, to adapt to the environment. So you know what? Do us a favor, Steve. Do the same for us, eh? Yeah. Make us, you know what I mean? Like, but ultimately, it's a unique opportunity for us to live, learn, and grow together with one another, in it. And that's the one thing I'll take out of this situation. Because if we're not learning, we're bound to repeat the mistakes of the past. I mean, if we do, at least let's make some steps forward before we repeat them again, because this is just long. Yeah. That was all for me, really, I was going to say. Um, I'm going to go and try and find, burn some firewood, because I have no eating in my house. Um, no, it's, it's hard for these black lives. But listen, whatever you're doing, please, yeah, just educate yourselves, live in love, live in unity, yeah? And let's just step forward as a people collectively because all of this is just long, man, yeah? All right. Stay safe, people. And no more than six people in your house. Cool. I'm going to take medication now, yeah? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.